0: Hello and welcome to I heard it on a podcast, our little corner of the wild west. I dad. I'm excited for this episode. My name is Riley and I'm Isaiah. Did you say I dad? I dad <laughs> like A Y E. Like, no, like the letter I as in I if, as in if I had bad grammar and I was like, "Hello, I dad." <laughs> I Dad. <laughs> like, nice meet like you. Like if I were a father, like you could say <laughs> I, I dad. dad. <laughs> oh. But it's just an an exclamation. Like hot dog or gee willikers. Mm, I like hot dogs.
1: Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) welcome to this episode. Hope you're having a good Monday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Tuesday, maybe. Maybe. Um, So we've got some fun things to talk about today and some mm, still fun, but also more existential things. Okay. So we're going to get into it by me telling you about how I'm now a professional video game player. Can't wait. (laughs) By all means, can't wait to tear that dream apart. Okay, well, I see how it is. So, (laughs) how would you define being a professional at something?
0: Getting paid to do it?
1: Yes. <laughs> so I was paid to play video games, which means I'm a professional video game player. <laughs> okay. Tell so, me about
0: how you were paid yeah, to play so video games. so I've had a lot of
1: time on my hands, you know, being at home on paternity paternity
0: leave. Sure, um, a lot of time on your hands.
1: Because having a baby, like, it is intense and there's a lot of, like, stress and a lot of stuff you have to do. But then they also mostly just sleep. So you've had a lot of, like, time He does seem between. very tired. Yeah, he, a lot of time in between feedings and changings and whatnot where he's just sleeping um so i've been sharpening my warzone chops you know and kind of getting my, okay my skills up and everything
0: which is a video game for those yes, of you I who don't know
1: yes it's like the most popular video game nowadays so you should get with the times i but, guess um so anyway i was I've, I've been practicing warzone more often and i feel like i'm getting you know good i'm like oh man i'm actually kind of decent now or whatever and so i there's a there's websites that you can enter like tournaments for video games um and kind of compete more competitively and they um sometimes have cash prizes sometimes they have like in-game prizes or sometimes it's just like bragging rights or whatever but you can find these websites for basically any games like if you wanted to be in a tournament for you know like angry birds i'm sure they have something like that but
0: win a hundred thousand dollars playing angry Birds. basically
1: basically my dad should
0: enter does your dad play angry birds still still to this day
1: that's awesome he's probably pretty far into it yeah maybe yeah i didn't get that far into it i got stuck on like one with the boomerang bird or
0: whatever <laughs> anyway i stopped playing when they introduced that orange bird that explodes
1: yeah true that i
0: was like this is beyond my pay true. grade it's just too much i just, just couldn't understand which block he was best for right the yellow ones are for wood Yep. the blue ones are for ice Yep. which one is the orange one yep. for i don't know Multi-purpose, so i gave up maybe i gave up the red
1: one? anyway digressing um so i entered a warzone tournament from a like warzone and fortnite tournament website um and it was just solo so it's just me by myself and the way it works is you play for an hour and a half and they can track your stats like on the website so you play for an hour and a half and the goal is just to get as many like kills and then place as high as you can in the games and they'll take your two best games and like use that as your ranking and then they'll rank you against everyone else in the tournament um, and so I think this tournament that I was in had probably like 500 players in it or something hmm. like that. It was just kind of like, I think it was at 5 p.m. on a Monday. So not like prime video game time necessarily. So a smaller tournament.
0: When is prime video game time?
1: Like 10 p.m. on a
0: Friday night. Uh, that's kind of sad. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think of that as like prime social hour. Yeah, well...
1: People socialize through video games sometimes. Yeah, okay. Um,
0: I take back my sad comment. (laughs) It's just a different thing.
1: (laughs) Anyway, this is getting to be a long story. But (laughs) so I was in the tournament. I played. I was doing pretty bad. Like it was something about like the pressure all of a sudden. Sure. It made me like kind of freak out. And so, like, you were choking. Yeah, I was choking. I basically choked for like an hour. Um, And I would like get a kill and then die, or like not get any kills and get shot from behind and then die um get like 30th place in my matches or whatever. And so I was kind of choking. I had like two decent games um closer to the end. And then the way it works is at the end of the tournament, you if you start a game and then time runs out in the tournament, you can finish your game out and they'll count that game as well. Mm. So I started my last game and I was like kind of trying to strategize in my head. I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to like land" and try to get as many kills as possible and if I bomb then I'll have time to start another game because I've got like 15 minutes left at this point so that was kind of my plan is I was going to have this be like a throwaway try to get as many as I could and then do another longer game at the end and turns out it was my best game of the whole tournament and so I you know got a decent amount of kills and I think I got like second in the match which was like gave me a lot of placement points or whatever Mm -hmm. and so then I'm like nervously refreshing the score page, because I had run out of time, but it lags like 15 minutes behind your games. And I had been in sixth place before, which doesn't get you any cash. Um, And so I'm like refreshing to like see where I came in ranking-wise or whatever. And then it came back, and I was in third, which does get you cash. And so I had placed third in this tournament because of that one game, and I won $4. So (laughs) by all definitions, I am a professional Uh, Warzone player. I guess. I got $4.
0: And so $4 from an hour and a half of work...
1: Yes, but not really work, because so I would have been doing it anyway. From so. an hour and a half of
0: effort. Yes. So I would I would also clarify that a professional does that for their vocation. Yes. So $4 for an hour and a half is like, what, $1.20 <laughs> an it's hour not, or something like not that? not great.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> not great, pay-wise.
0: But that was my first one.
1: I'm starting out. It's like, it's a ramp, because if you become like a real professional, <laughs> you can make like hundred thousand dollars if you win a tournament or whatever so this so is my where
0: did that cash come from did you pay to enter this tournament
1: no so they have like free entry tournaments and then cash entry tournaments and so there have the higher prize tournaments you would pay like five dollars or ten dollars or fifteen dollars to enter um and then portions of that get siphoned off to the free tournament entries too. So the free ones mm. you can enter but you obviously don't win that much. Like I only won $4 I and in the first place won comes 12 comes from like ad revenue or something? No, it's just the like leftovers from like what doesn't go into pools for paid tournaments. You know, because if you've got 500 oh. people paying $5 to enter and the prize is only 100 I see. That's how they make their money and they can have the free to enter tournaments as well. So anyway, that whole story was just to say, I'm a professional Warzone streamer. Congratulate me.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's move on. So, the news. The news. The news today is Amazon is buying MGM.
0: Yes. Or- I saw this on um, breaking news because I get breaking news to my phone because oh. I'm a relevant nice. person involved in my society. Mm-hmm. And um, this actually did you know, perk up my ears yeah. a little bit because I was like, oh, great. Now we're going to have to have... Actually, maybe this isn't the this isn't terrible because now, as part of Amazon's streaming, whatever they're yeah. going to incorporate MGM stuff. Yeah, but I'm looking right now, and l- I could care less about most of what MGM has made recently. is it They've, James
1: Bond MGM?
0: Yeah, and some of the like, like they made the Hobbit movies, hmm. um, a bunch of like just random tra- dramas a lot of dramas it looks like oh the pink panther really there's a there's a diamond in the rough <laughs> agent cody banks too there's a, a there's a score film. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of james bond there's like every james bond all dogs go to heaven too mm. there's a good one yikes but so it's not like um what's the like universal right who, who owns universal
1: universal
0: I universal think. does I think their own just thing the, yeah the company. if someone bought universal that, that would, would be, be a intense. huge yeah. acquisition like it, there's a lot of good yeah. universal
1: movies or it's like it's definitely not on the same level as disney like buying marvel or something like right. that it's not like this huge like multi-billion dollar necessarily industry but amazon did pay 8.45 billion dollars for it so
0: right which this article points out that it's amazon's second largest acquisition ever right behind right behind their whole foods Mm. acquisition in 2017 which have you been to whole foods they bought yeah i went to whole foods regularly when i lived in dc
1: yeah i feel like it is improved over what it used to be because we've got the whole foods here in fort collins and i used to go to that you know before it was amazon and now it is amazon and just the integration you get like because i'm a amazon prime member i like have the prime membership or whatever and so the integration... Is anyone get,
0: surprised by that? No, I don't think so.
1: The integration you get, like, you get more cash back with the Prime card, you know, and it's mm-hmm. easier to buy stuff, and they've got, like, the fast checkout, and um, it's just, it's really nice. And then if you live in Fort Collins, you can get free one-hour delivery from Whole Foods, which is, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, I wish I lived in Fort Collins. But anyway... <laughs> for more than one reason. Yeah, for more than one reason. But it's it's a fun, like grocery store to go to and it's definitely not cheap you know like it hasn't had the super cheap amazon-ness like no kind of retain the old way of higher quality food for a higher price which i
0: think is good yeah you don't want to just synonymize the amazon brand totally with cheap totally crappy stuff
1: yeah um, but yeah, I'm interested in this. Um, James Bond, I like James Bond movies, even though they're all kind of the same. They're still like a good movie to go watch. I've or seen several
0: of them, but I couldn't tell you which ones they were. Yeah. In one of them a a building burned for like twenty minutes. Oh, that one's Skyfall. And in another one, he was in a mountain with a in a there was a big building with a lot of glass, and I think he was with a woman. Yep. <laughs> 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 biblically uh <laughs> in front of this like it was like in a really weird place like that no one would ever have sex there right but they did because it was james bond right. and some nameless beautiful woman right um because that's what happens in james yeah, bond movies that's what Happens. <laughs> that, that's why people like watch
1: them one action sequence that gets you like Your blood pumping or whatever, and then and then they divert the blood, and then yeah, and then there's (laughs) like this whole romantic 20 minute scene, and then he comes back to who he is, and he goes and kills the bad guy. That's that's, who he is. is
0: Killing dudes. Pretty much, Uh. he like
1: tries to get away from it and like have a romantic relationship, but it like fails. Why can't you? Why can't you
0: be both? Why can't he be a complex character who kills and kills? Not at the same, (laughs) not at the same time though. He has to like pendulum back and forth. Well, not at the same time. That would require a lot of <laughs> flexibility, probably. <laughs> anyway. And, also, and accuracy. Yes. much on, A lot on both, in, in, on, on, l- both. on both ends. Anyway, let's move on
1: with James Bond and his interesting <laughs> life. Um, it's also uh, interesting because The Hobbit, you said, was part of MGM. Uh-huh. and Amazon's been rumored, and I think they've officially announced it now for a long time, to be spending something like $3 billion on making like a Lord of the Rings TV show to rival Game of Thrones, just set in the Lord of the Rings universe. So it's interesting that they're kind of acquiring the IP to some of that, you know, some of those movies maybe to integrate them into that process. Who knows? I would watch
0: a $3 billion Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones. Yeah. I I mean, the difficult thing with that is there's no more Lord of the Rings... L- literature there's a lot that
1: hasn't been made into a movie by Tolkien yeah so like he has the Silmarillion which is like kind of a vast like 30,000 foot view of the Lord of the Rings universe so instead of like a story following specific like one specific person it kind of gives like a whole from the beginning of time to the like end of time overview hmm. and there's lots of little stories in there so tons and tons and I've read it and it's like reading a history book it's like not a not a novel but there's tons of like opportunities
0: that they could take creative liberty with and kind of expand on there's a problem but Uh, movie producers or tv producers should not be allowed creative liberty
1: but the nice thing is tolkien's like estate is very well like guarded with who's allowed to take creative liberty so it's basically just people in his family so like his son has written a lot of stuff off of his books um, kind of filling in gaps because he's also got, uh, I think, two Book of Lost stories where he's got, like, 15 short stories that were unfinished or, like, almost way finished or just short stories in general mm. um, that his son has kind of gone and written off of. And his son is, like, super invested in it. Like, he learned the language that Tolkien had made and, like, mm. has kind of carried that legacy on. And so I know he has basically creative oversight of projects that are made under that brand so i think it could be good i think the the rumor was um and we're going to get nerdy for a second that the amazon show was going to be based on like the Numenorians and which is what aragorn is he like descends from the Numenorians. he's the last Numenorian. Um, is that orlando bloom no that's uh <laughs> the i don't know that dude's name what's his name uh vigo oh vigo morton yeah 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 okay. um so he's the last Numenorian. um and they live like a long time they're kind of like demigods almost like half human like ex- special humans basically um and they like used to have a bigger race and they kind of had these bigger fights with people from across the ocean and it's just this whole big story um but the rumor was that that was kind of what they're going to be focusing on to like a couple thousand years before the events of the hobbit and the lord of the rings um back in like the the golden days if you will in the second age so i would watch that i think there's a lot of cool room there to explore things that we haven't heard about before and kind of the the backstory of the other rings and how sauron came to be and stuff like that anyway This is a long news
0: segment, too. We're talking (laughs) today. (laughs) I have have a lot more thoughts on that, and I think it could be good unless you try to compare it to Game of Thrones because there's so much fan following of Game of Thrones and people have such strong opinions of Game of Thrones, and that is also based on a collection of books that are still being written and the author of those books is still alive. Uh And so it's just difficult to say we are going to rival this other... TV show that currently is like the you could argue the most well received TV show of the modern day. Right. And definitely the largest budget and like largest production value.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of watch it play out. And I think a lot of it depends, like I don't know of a ton of Game of Thrones fans who were invested in the like books before they watched the show. I think a lot of people just watched it because it's like a good HBO show, you know? Right. Um whereas Lord of the Rings definitely has that like investing in the lore for a lot of people mm-hmm. like it's the other nostalgic forum growing up with it but that's they, more dangerous it is yes yeah, you can't deviate there. at all right from
0: what was written in the history book
1: right and so if you do it well then people love it and it becomes a huge success and if you do something that you know doesn't fit with people's ideas of the characters or the world Then but everyone has a different idea. It's true. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. My
0: so what I'm saying is don't do it. You'll you'll screw it up. But they are doing it and they're spending three billion dollars on it. Well, I don't care if Amazon wastes three billion (laughs) dollars, honestly. I don't even know how much of their
1: like yearly income that is, but it's you know, a small chunk of just a year income. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) But anyway, just to summarize this segment, do we care at all that they bought MGM?
1: I think it's gonna be an improvement on the MGM brand.
0: Yeah, I associate it with like old movies, even yeah. their logo is yeah. old. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be an update, a, a revamp, a re, like a facelift kind right. of to that totally. studio.
1: Totally. They also bought Twitch in 2014, which I'm seeing here, which is cool. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what MGM is.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is pretty much the opposite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's move on from the news then. Um, today we're talking about the tail end. So I sent you a Kyrgyzka stat video, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Um, and I, it came up on my like, mm, like recently uploaded section on YouTube. Like I was one of the first people to watch it mm. wow. and I just like, I didn't even think about what it was. I just saw that it was there and I love Kyrgyzka stat videos. And so I just automatically watched them as soon as they come out. Um, and maybe we'll put a link to the video in the description so that you can go and watch it if you're interested. So if you want to go watch that video to get context, pause the podcast, click the link, watch it. It's like, I think it was like 10 minutes long or something like that, nine or 10 minutes and then come back and rejoin the conversation. So this video was basically talking about how it was basically just telling you to like value the time you have here on earth and like in your life. Um, and it was kind of breaking it down statistically in a way, but also telling you to not take too much stock in the numbers and the statistics. Mm-hmm. Basically what it was saying is if you live to be a hundred, you've got, you know, fifty two hundred weeks of life. Um and it was kind of going through, you know, like the first f- you know fifteen percent or whatever is spent being a child. Um, and being a teenager and kind of growing up. and You don't have much control over your life, and you're kind of learning who you are. And then typically from there, you go into, like, the productivity years, and you spend, you know, like 45 years of your life working and being productive and working towards goals, and kind of that's the bulk of your life. You know, that's 60% of your life. And then after that, you've got your, you know, retirement years, and then that's it. Um, and so they were just breaking down. And it the the beginning of the video, honestly, was existential and kind of depressing it depressing because it was saying how like, Oh, you you're kind of at the tail end of a lot of things in your life. Like it broke down. I think the most depressing thing to me is it broke down like the time you've had with your parents and how yeah. you spend basically yeah. all your time with them for 18 years. And then it basically said, like, if you spend two weeks a year with them, which you and I do spend a lot more time with our parents than that. That would be yeah, like, if you lived me. Out of, yeah. <laughs> that would be if you lived out of state and only saw for like holidays and birthdays and stuff. Right. Um, but if you only spend two weeks a year with your parents, then you have something like 6% of the time you're ever going to spend with them left. Yeah. Like, you'd basically spend all of the time with them that you have, except for a little bit. And so they were saying how you're basically on the tail end of this part of your life um and they kind of had that example for a lot of things like they brought up the point that you don't know when you're gonna necessarily do the last whatever like when's the last time you're gonna go play frisbee or play guitar or go to spain or whatever like yeah you never know and a lot of times you won't know until Till it's already until happened it's happened and it's over and you know um and they were pointing out how a lot of times people don't think about that until they're old or they expect like when they're old to like be able to do their last everything, but it's happening every day. Like I could have already
0: done something for the last time. You probably already have. You probably probably have, have, you know, probably everyone listening has. Yeah. The idea is that, or we like to think that we won't do the last thing for the last, or the thing for the last time until we're old. And we've decided that we're going to, we've decided that we're going to be done with something. But the reality is that most of the time, we don't necessarily consciously choose to be done with something, right. or even con- be ch- consciously choose to be done with relationships in our lives. Totally. I mean, sometimes we do, but most of the time we don't. It just is a drifting kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it is kind of strange to think that, for the most part, the tail end of experiences in our lives or relationships in our lives is not even necessarily a conscious decision. it's just kind of a a, a consequence of how we live life, which is kind of kind of weird and it, it is yeah. it was a very existential and e- it, the video is easy to kind of take in a dark path yeah, but I don't think that was the intention. no
1: because only like the first three minutes was that depressing it was just kind of trying to wake you up and make you think about it because then it was talking about after that like do you want to just get stuck in the routine of life and I think they said at one point in the video um how a lot of times you won't think about this and that's okay like you'll just kind of swim through life they use the idea of like life being an ocean you're just kind of most of the time trying to keep your head above water and kind of swimming through it not necessarily like thinking about it. And you can't
0: have the perspective of the entire ocean while you're swimming. Totally.
1: Like you're just going through it. And I think like it is healthy. They mentioned it's healthy to think about this every once in a while. And I think that's true. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's healthy to necessarily dwell on and like focus too much on because So like they made a a poster, like a, a calendar. It's basically like a poster of your life. Yeah. Broken down into bubbles. And they say like, oh, you can go through and like fill in the bubbles as you're going through your life, so you see how much is left. And that, to me, like, I wouldn't do that. That <laughs> yeah. would just depress me all the time. Like, every week I fill in another bubble and lose a chunk off. my Literally life. Literally,
0: like, counting down till you yeah. die.
1: Yeah, that's the worst. And that's if I love to be 100, you know? So chances are I can scratch off several rows of bubbles, you yeah. know? Um, but I think it is healthy to think about every once in a while because it is really easy to just kind of get into the flow of, like, going to work and doing your evening things and going to the gym and eating and grocery shopping and missing like the things that actually
0: bring you joy in life, you know, or worse off, being our age and looking forward to retirement, mm-hmm. l- looking forward to skipping, or fast forwarding through forty years yeah. of life, yeah, which is a majority of the most enjoyable yeah. time it's of like life, sixty
1: percent of your life there, yeah. you know, and it is it is risky because I so you and I are both like planners life-wise like you're more of a planner day-to-day but we're both planners Uh like in the we we kind of guide our lives the direction we want to go um and we're both you know physically responsible and we both save and we're both planning for retirement and it can be hard to like not make that the end goal you know not like dream about oh all the things i'm going to do when i'm not working anymore right like travel because they talked about it in the video like that's great and if you have saved enough money and you're in good health then you can have a great you know Basically, retirement can be, if you live to be 100, the exact same amount of time you were a a kid Um, and you can have that 18 or 20 years or whatever of, you know, fun and enjoyment. But, I mean, that is banking on not only you saving enough money, but also your health staying. And, and, I mean, the odds are we're going to have some sort of health issues you know, from 65, 70 up.
0: Yeah. You can basically guarantee you won't be as healthy then as yeah. we are now.
1: Yeah. And so they were kind of challenging you to strike the balance of like, enjoyment now and not just all preparing for that, you know? And right. that was kind of, that was one of the things that got me because a lot of that's been the mindset I've been in for a while. It's just like getting ready for the future, preparing for the future. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, But especially with, you know, Cohen being here now and like trying to plan out like what does the future hold and thinking about like even emily and i were talking about how we were like planning like oh and we're empty nesters like <laughs> yeah. you know what are we gonna do then but that's you know 20 years away and yeah. there's so much more that's gonna happen before then um so i think the the biggest thing i took away from this video was like it's good to think about this stuff so that you can be more intentional with your time now to kind of have fulfillment and joy in every stage of your life and not just focus on the good old days or focus on the days to come and kind of dream towards that. Um, but to take every week, you know, every one of these bubbles on this calendar and do what it takes to, you know, make you feel like you've had a good week, to like feel fulfilled, to to feel like you're living your best life, you know, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, because it is easy, as like in this part of our lives, the productivity part, the like grind, the routine to just you know, slug through weeks super fast. Like if you're in the routine and you just cruise through them, you're checking off bubbles like super often. And this is the, this is the bulk of your life. Like if you don't enjoy the bulk of your life, if the enjoyment of your life is the first 18 years and the last 18 years,
0: like why? Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I think it is really challenging, but critical to find the line between being, emotionally and mentally prepared for the future but not yeah. dwelling on it yeah. and it it is difficult especially in our world that kind of pulls you in a lot of different directions yeah. in 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 one way in some ways it says enjoy now yeah you know do these things now forget about the repercussions of the future you know buy this thing now yeah. eat this thing now who cares about what it's going to do to your health later or how it's going to impact you financially later. But then there's a lot of other scary looming things that we know based on past experiences of others that if you don't prepare in this way, like exercising or eating moderately healthy or saving a little bit of money, you won't probably enjoy the last 18 to 20 years of your life or even live them at all. Right, right. Well, you know what I mean? (laughs) You will always live the last 18 to 20 years of your life. Um, (laughs) um, But it is really daunting, especially for people like us who have a natural tendency to at least prepare, if not over-prepare for the future, to not make that the priority yeah, and to instead make right now the priority.
1: yeah for sure so i think i'm swinging more towards that right now like oh how can i prioritize right now and not just focus on you know the future and stuff like that
0: so what does that look like yeah that's a good question that's like tan it's it's easy to say that on a podcast and say all right let's move on to the next thing but what does that mean tangibly really i think a lot of it so i love to
1: like research things and kind of like plan out my decisions in advance Mm -hmm. um and so I think it's less of that. And I've talked about that more like how I want to do less researching a thing and more doing the thing. huh. Um, and so I think it's just kind of leaning more into that. And I think I've been better about that, but it's just still a continuing thing for me. Like I want to spend more time doing my hobbies and not researching them. And I want to spend more time like hanging out with my friends and not just like thinking about what I could do when I'm hanging out with my friends. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of it too is like, I want to spend more money now on myself. I don't know, huh. on things that make me happy even if it's more you know expensive or whatever yeah and less like saving and investing for the future or ideally more of both like i want to get a raise <laughs> so i can do <laughs> both you know but I, I think that's kind of where i was at now is i spend so much of my time probably like you know 70 percent of my time thinking about the future and i want to bring that back to maybe like 40 percent of the time and spend the majority of my time thinking about you
0: know the now yeah so what about for you I think I do a decent job of not being so fixated on the future if you define the future as fifty years from now, right. like i don't I don't think a lot about when I'm seventy, yeah, but I do think a lot about when I'm twenty eight yeah, like five years from yeah. now, um or even like six months from now, right, both of which are the future, yeah, and I think both of which, if i spend too much time thinking about six months from now, then when it is six months from now, I'll still keep thinking about six months from now and not ever be glad that I am when I was thinking about, if that makes any sense. Um, And so then you have to keep scaling it back and not think about six months from now or uh, one month from now or even this weekend, Yeah. but just be happy about today Yeah. and like... Uh, an hour from now right. or or literally or right now, yeah. like right in this moment. Totally. Because really th- in, in my mind, sometimes an hour from now and 50 years from now are are both the future. Right. And I can't really control that much more about an hour from now than 50 years from now. Right. If you really think about yeah. it. So the only thing I can control and can be happy about and can choose to enjoy while it's happening is what's happening. right? And that's difficult for me. That's not my natural disposition, but I think it is really valuable when I can kind of almost have, it's almost like an out of body experience for me when I am being very intentional and living in the moment and doing something that I know that I enjoy. And instead of thinking about the later benefits of me doing that thing that I enjoy or thinking about that next thing, that right. other thing that I enjoy yeah. while I'm doing one thing yeah. is just thinking and enjoying and being in the moment yeah. and saying, this is nice. This yeah. is good. Or even if it's something that I don't like, like doing something lame at work or right. you know, having to do a chore or not being able to fall asleep at night, Yeah, there are still tiny beauties in totally. every moment. Yeah. And it's starting to get very cheesy. Yeah.
1: But it's true. Yeah. I think most people are in that. Like, I don't think most people plan, you know, decades out. I think it's rare that people do that. But I do think people plan. I mean, they think a month out. Yeah. Or they think like, oh, I'm going to, I really want to buy the new iPhone in two months. And they're kind of planning for that and they're waiting for that. And for some some people, like, if that's all they're thinking about, like, I'm going to get the iPhone 13 in September, they can kind of. Their brain can trick themselves and kind of it feels like that time is accelerated and it's like cool I got here faster like hmm. I was thinking about this and everything kind of flew by but then those two months like man you missed on that huge opportunity it's worth way more than like an iPhone is you know yeah and so when I watched the video then I went and like took the trash out and I was outside and it was like kind of stormy or whatever and I was like it's it's nice out here like I kind of smelled this bush and, like kind of touched the bush a little bit I was like man I like this bush yeah and I was like man this is great. So I think it was, it was existential for sure. It kind of like was depressing, but it was also very like motivating to me to.
0: Yeah. Kind I of think that that feeling can be useful. Yeah. Totally. I mean, have you seen Inside Out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the kind of point of that movie yeah. spoilers for Inside Out is that you can't just rely on the feeling of joy. Yeah. Like you kind of need other feelings to move you along and prompt you towards growth in life. And I think that that kind of scary existential dread can be motivating in the right um, format. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Like like this video. Yes.
1: It was great. And it's well animated and it's got music. So it's it's kind of less sad. Um, Okay, so we'll probably wrap up here pretty quick, but I have a final question to leave you and you, listener, with. um, And it's, what is something that you want to make sure you haven't done for the last time? Like, what's something you want Hmm. to do again so that you know it's not the last time?
0: Yeah, I was very convicted by the point in the video where it says... Uh, maybe there's some hobbies that you've gotten lazy about because yeah. that's something that I do all the time uh-huh. is get into something and then kind of fall out of it. Um, so I think I need to just take a look around my room yeah. and my house and f- see those things that I've kind of become blind to right? and say, oh yeah, I was gonna learn how to knit or right. I was gonna uh, read that book about grilling or whatever. right? And dive back into them even if i it's not the number one thing on my hobby priority list right. but just to make sure that that isn't the last time and in the future i don't regret thinking, totally. realizing yeah. that that was the last time
1: yeah yeah that's good i think i have two i think on one hand for me it's like i want to make sure the like super simple what i want to do is i want to play Froth again like frisbee golf I don't want to have played frisbee golf for the last time, and that's easy. Like that's we could do just, that. You just go do that in any time, couple of days, and that's like free or whatever, and it's not like a big thing. Um, but the other thing is, I want to make sure that like the people I care about, I haven't hung out with for the last time, or like spent my last you know amount of time with them. Um, and there's you know, there's people who I've met you know internationally who I'm like, man, if I don't put effort into it, I'll never see them again. Like yeah. honestly. Um, And even some of my friends, like, who are closer around here or whatever, who I've kind of fallen away from being close to, if I don't put the effort in and if they don't put the effort in, that's the last time we're going to hang out, you know. And so I kind of want to be cognizant and thinking about, like, who is, who do I care about enough, who's important enough in my life to, like, put the effort in to not have that have been the last time and, like, keep that relationship up, you know. So I think that's kind of the bigger, like, more deeper outstretching one, so Frisbee golf and all of my relationships.
0: (laughs) Well I can at least help you with one of those. Yes.
1: Or both. I mean we're not gonna hang out for the last time. We're gonna keep hanging out. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Okay. Well hopefully this gave you all something to think about. Hopefully it wasn't too depressing. If you're depressed, email us and we'll help you through it. (laughs) Yeah, no promises there, but we'll at least listen. We'll do our best. (laughs) We'll connect with you. Or if you want to tell us what the one thing that you want to not have been the last time for you is. Yeah, that's good. Also email us. That was a mouthful, but we're there. Thank you for listening to I Heard It on a Podcast. We've got new episodes every Monday and Wednesday that you can find wherever you get podcasts. If you liked what you heard today and you know someone else who would too, you can send this to them. If you have someone who you think would not want this to be the last time they listen to one of our podcasts, (laughs) send it their way. As always, you can reach us at podcast at gmail.com.
0: Now that is what they call a seamless plug yes,
1: segue right into the outro. <laughs> that was
0: really nice.